This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is 120 million. In today's episode, I want to share with you why impacting 120 million people's lives is the new mission and how I'm going to pull it off. So it sounds crazy, right? Like here, here I am sitting in the studio, this little 16 by 16 box in a small, you know, pretty humble office in Columbus, Ohio. And in this humble office that was literally built by hand in an old tomato steak warehouse. So you know those, those steaks, if you've been, never been a gardener before, if you wanted to plant a tomato plant, you put this little cage around it or a stake in the ground. And the tomato vine climbs up the stake, and that's how you get the tomatoes to grow and bloom or however you say it, the most effectively, efficiently. Where I'm sitting is actually the original founding factory for where tomato steaks were originally patented and created. It was right here in Columbus, Ohio. If that is not true, that is at least the story that I was told, and I'm 100% sticking to it because it makes me feel like I'm a part of history sitting in this chair. I'm sure some of you are going to do research and prove me wrong, which is great. Send me an email or send me some hate mail, like whatever it is. Let me know that I fucked that up. I'll take it. But in that, I admittedly never knew how I was going to pull off 120 million people being impacted by this show. And I've realized that saying by this show is really selling it short because the show is only one facet. There's a lot more reach I have than just a show. But let's start with with where my mindset was versus where it is now and why that even matters. So I started out with, as many of you may have heard, saying I want to impact a million people's lives. That just seemed like this crazy goal. Like, how in the hell am I going to pull off a million people? Then I meet Lewis Howes, who sits across from me and tells me his goal is to impact 100 million people's lives. And I look at him, and maybe somewhat arrogantly, somewhat boisterously, somewhat with bravado, I say, well, man, if you can do 100 million, I can do 120. You're really not that different than I am. And not in a condescending way or an antagonistic way. Just, I don't feel that he's that different. I feel like he's got a head start. A big head start. And he's talented in all these things, but really at this point, I'll say so am I. And so now all of a sudden it's justifying, okay, how do I actually pull off 120 million people? Because it's not enough just to say the number. And I've had questions before like, what does that really mean? What does 120 million people mean to you, Ryan? Well, it doesn't mean downloads. I know what it doesn't mean. I know it doesn't mean downloads. I know it doesn't mean viral views on a post. I know it doesn't mean likes and comment, like stuff like adding all this, to me, pretty arbitrary bullshit up together and saying like, oh, I've impacted that many people. The fact that you might have listened to content of mine doesn't mean I've made an impact in your life. It can mean that I made an impact in your life. It just doesn't mean that I know about it. So for me, the original benchmark for that 120 million people's lives was going to be if I could have a direct message or an email correspondence or shake someone's hand and hear verbally like you've changed my life. Like that would matter. Like that's the impact to me. Because I know my my mission statement, if you will, or who I am or what I'm wired for is to help people overcome their limiting beliefs and traumas that have happened in their life so they can start to live the way that they've always wanted to, just didn't know how to. I know that ends up being my mission statement because that's what I have done. You see an episode that's going to launch before too long, don't exactly know when. 
I'll share with you a lot of the limiting beliefs and the stories that I told myself for years and how I unwound those. Because that's what this really is to me. See, the, the only thing that stands between me and really hitting 120 million people is my belief that I can do it. But I fully realize, as many of you listen right now, you're thinking, like, this guy's fucking crazy. Like, he can't do that. And sure, there's a part of me that I would have listened to that a while ago. I would just, yeah, you're right. I probably can't. And I would have slowly talked myself out of it, and then I would have stopped bringing it up, and it would have been another fleeting idea that came passing in the night that left like a ship from harbor. It just would have been a thing. But then I realized, like, this is actually achievable, and it's not only actually achievable, it is achievable. And there's a plan to get from wherever I'm at to where I want to arrive to. I just have to put myself in the position mentally of what does that success actually look like? Like, what does it look like? Who do I have to become to hit 120 million people's lives in an impactful manner? Well, certainly, if I were to shake 120 million people's hands, that's going to take a hell of a long time. Not only a hell of a long time, like it's not really feasible for me. It's not scalable. I haven't done the mathematics and the calculations to figure out, but if a handshake lasts three seconds, maybe one of you brilliant individuals can tell me how many hours of consistent handshaking it would take to hit 125 or 120 million people's hands. Needless to say, it's too many. It's, it's just nothing I'm going to actually do. But what happens when I start to condense down time and figure out strategies to deploy impactful pieces and parts of my life that can affect many people and have a trickle-down effect. Then this now becomes obtainable. Like I look at the podcast current run rate, right? And let's just talk actual numbers. It took me 125 episodes to hit 1 million unique downloads. I thank you immensely for that because many of you listening right now are the reason that was possible. I never thought in my wildest dreams that by launching a podcast, I'd have 125 million people enjoying the message. Or I'm saying a million people listening to the message. But here we are, rounding the corner. This will air after episode 200 is launched. And for all intents and purposes, I'm now at 2 million downloads. Splitting hair either way. Very, very close. So in that, it took me 125 episodes to get to 1 million downloads, and now it's only taken me 75 episodes to get to 2 million. I am now condensing time with your help. Every time you share one of my episodes on your Insta story, or you tag me in a post, or you say, shout me out somewhere, your circle of influence sees what you're listening to, and it gains me listenership. Oddly enough, I'm not even trying to game the system and ask you to do that. I'm just alerting you that I notice it happening, and I'm appreciative. That's the best way for me to get quality followers and have people come along for this journey. Because here I am, north of 200 episodes, and I'm nowhere close to where I stop. Stopping, or at least the next evolution of the podcast, it doesn't happen until episode 1460. That's four years from now. So if we talk about the exponential growth curve that I'm currently exhibiting, in a ten years time or in a four years time period, by the time I get to episode 1460 my average episode will be above a million downloads. Well, of course, there's law of diminishing returns and there's some things in there. So those aren't really impactful numbers right now, right? Like I know the growth curve eventually doesn't continue on in that exponential manner. What does happen though is I certainly get to a point where every episode gets at least 100,000 downloads is 
I'm going to give or take 20,000 downloads a show now. So I only have to grow five times as big as I am now, and I have tons of time to do it. So by 100,000 downloads a show, that's 3 million people a month. That's 36 million people a year. Just the nature of doing that for three years straight, knowing that I'm nowhere, I'm only halfway through the first year. Just by doing that, I can finally at least have 100 million people listen to the show. Okay, but my contact rate's not 100%. I get that. So from there, what I'm, what the next strategy is, what the next piece of this puzzle is, is the book, right? Many of you have reached out and said, well, when's the book finally coming out? Well, with some strategy and some moving things around, talking to PR firms and eliciting the help of PR firms, I realized that rushing a book launch is not advantageous to my personal brand. And yes, oddly enough, this is a brand. Ryan Nidell in 15 Minutes of Freedom, I am proud to say, is an actual brand. Not in the fact that there's some stamp that says you're a brand. It's the fact I owned that this is something that has value. Growing a brand doesn't mean it has to be worldly recognized like the Nike swoosh. That's not my goal per se. My goal, again, is just to have 100 million people, 120 million people, know who I am, find value in what I do. So you have the book. And I was going to wait on this piece in part, and I'll share with you one of the reasons why the book has taken much longer to come out. Not only is it because of the PR firm and them asking me to strategically wait, some of it's because the book is not completed in its entirety. I'm just not done with it. But the biggest part as to why the book hasn't come out yet is I have a plan when the book launches. You see, I don't want the book to actually be a revenue-generating model for me. I'm certainly not against capital. I'm a capitalist. I enjoy profit. What I want to do with the book and what I've always planned on doing with the book and what I will do with the book is when the book comes out, that is literally a daily action guide to maximize your life. It's going to be every tip, trick, secret hack that I've ever had to going from who I used to be to who I am now. And not only me telling you to do it, but all the research and psychological events behind the scenes to show you that it does work. You see, I don't inherently love a book that says, do this because I'm the man and I tell you to. That shit does not make any sense to me. I want to know the facts behind why it works and not just because you tell me it does, but who else has proven that it does? But in that fact of this book launching, I have always known that I need to have you buy a book for a dollar amount that covers the cost of the book. But oddly enough, you're not just going to cover the cost of one book. You're going to cover the cost of two exact books. In that second book, when it comes to you and it's in your hands, there's going to be a handwritten note inside that book. Admittedly, something that looks handwritten. I'm not going to have time to write in every book. And it's going to say to you, thank you for purchasing in an effort to grow this brand and who I am and the message I'm trying to get out, I have sent you two books. Do me a favor and hand this book to someone else that you think needs it. Now, all of a sudden, one book that you paid $12.95 for, I'll make up a number, you've gotten two books. And in paying it forward and doing the right thing, you now are almost obligated to give this book to someone else. Of course, in this book, I mean, I, I own a marketing company, right? I like to market things for a living. So in this book, it's not just a book in which you read things. I'm sure I like to read. That'd be a great value add. But how much more impactful is it if every 
chapter in the book had a module that you could go to and become a part of a community where you could learn more on a video platform about what was written in the book. <laughs> yep, first time I've sneezed on, on the microphone right there. So think about that. Like you're reading a book and we're talking about meditation. And you're curious, like, what is he even talking about? And you go to ryanidell.com forward slash meditation, and it launches you into a series of trainings, more specifically catered around meditation, but not just from me, but from people that are specialists in the meditation field. And what happens when all that is free for you? When you got all that simply because you bought a book? What sort of value does that add to your life? And more importantly, what value does that add to your circle of influence? Like how many more people are you going to tell about this book and about who I am based off the value that I add to your life, literally looking for nothing in return other than you to become a part of a community? I don't know, I don't know how you put the dollar amount on that. I don't know how you talk about the reach on that. By no bare minimum, I'm getting two people because I'm getting you and the person you gave the book to. So now all of a sudden I have a podcast that over the course of four years hits a hundred million downloads, but now I have a book that originally I was going to do the self-publishing route through Amazon, but I couldn't find Amazon any way inside of Amazon to do the buy one, get one model. Amazon doesn't support that. One of my side of things, admittedly, I don't want to print 10,000 books and have them sitting here that I have to ship out. You see, books, I'm very specific on the paper I'm going to use. I'm very specific on the, the cover of the book itself. I have read enough books that the best feeling book in my hand is Blue Fishing by Steve Sims. The knurled cardboard cover and the stock of paper he uses and the way the ink is impressed upon the pages, it is a different feeling book, and my book has to feel that way. I want you to remember as you're holding it in your hand that this is an experience and that I actually gave a shit that this wasn't some cheesy way to make a quick buck. And so in that, maybe the book hits, actually I don't have to say maybe. In order to become a New York Times bestseller, I know I'm gonna have to sell 20,000 copies. So that means 40,000 copies will be out in circulation bare minimum. Because you're buying one and you're getting one for free. And I know that there's still an exponential growth that happens on the backside of that, not including you as you listen to the podcast that you might actually buy one, and it's not just based off store propensity and where it sits. So now all of a sudden, I get another, I'm going to round up and say 80,000 people just from the book. Well, great. Another drop in the bucket, right? Let's talk about now, as the evolution of my life has continued, I have a speaking coach, a speaking mentor. I found the right guy with the master plan to help me book speaking engagements. So why wouldn't I want to do that? I'm now 200 plus episodes in. It's fairly obvious I enjoy hearing myself talk, so I'm going to assume some of you do as well, that if I went and spoke somewhere, you might actually come and show up and listen. So I have that going. And in that, he has assured me slash confirmed to me a TED Talk. Now, not a TEDx talk, and there's nothing wrong with TEDx but a physical TED talk, like the original. I don't know how he pulls this off. I don't know what strings he, he yanks on. I don't know who he bribes or what he does, but I really don't care about any of those things. I care about the fact if I get to be on that stage sharing a message that's impactful to me. Actually, I already have the eight minutes mapped out of my mind of how I'm going to share my message and what's going to go on. It'll be something unlike other people from that stage, to say it politely. But in that, what's a viral 
And yes, I will say viral because I know exactly how I'm going to pull it off. How many views does a viral TED Talk get? A million? Four million? Eight million? Name a number. Doesn't really matter. But that coupled with speaking engagements, coupled with a podcasting consistency, coupled with a book, coupled with normal social media fodder, coupled with eventually Good Morning America and all the other things that come into my life, because they will just have to wait and watch and see. All those things eventually build into over what is going to take me 10 years. We talk about the podcast being four years. I fully know that to impact and truly have 10 million or 120 million people be impacted by what I'm teaching or sharing, it's going to take 10 years. I believe I have cracked the code on how to get there. Not only is everything I just shared with you, but is the actual code evaluation, the comprehensive operational design evaluation that I'm proud to say I'm partners in. I own a piece of it. It now takes a digital platform and takes the testing protocol of how to really unlock the map of your mind and it creates it for you. On the backside of that creation, we're going to offer training modules that take you from where you are at now to where you want to get to in a very strategic and structural manner that can be tracked and monitored to prove that you have changed the way that your brain works. Now, all of a sudden, I have a deliver a digital delivery system to quantitatively actually shake your hand virtually. Like you'll know when you take that test, you took it because of me, because it came in through who I am and what I'm sharing. Like that counts to me because now there's a feedback loop created between us that you have reached out, you have taken a test. And of course the test has a domain, it's the codetest.com. Right now you might just opt into it. I don't know where it's going to sit in the progression of things, but in that, you take the test and you get feedback and you get training videos and you get a path to go from your limiting beliefs and stories you tell yourselves and your, the way that your brain is wired, which is neither good nor bad. It's just not optimized. And all of a sudden now you get the opportunity to literally optimize and weaponize the exact way your brain fires to serve you in a way you never knew was possible. What do you think happens when I can have that going for 10 years? Couple with a podcast, couple with TED Talks, couple with a book, couple with social media, couple with viral campaigns, couple with national TV exposure. Like that's how 120 million people get impacted that I know that I get to leave. That I get to leave Earth and it's better than when I came. And why, why is that even important, right? Like here I am pontificating about how great I'm going to be or how great I am now. Some that many of you have never heard me say before. I'm saying that because I realized the deficiency after taking my own code test that there's actually nothing wrong with owning the fact that you are listening because this delivery mechanism is greater than many others. It doesn't mean that I'm the greatest. It simply means that I'm great at this. And I realized how low I was scoring in parts of how my brain was firing because I was talking myself out of owning my own greatness. Many of you who are listening are saying, man, that's egotistical. Like, how can this guy say this? I'm going to encourage you. You're probably the same ones that also have the issues that I had, which is not owning where I'm going and who I am. But all this matters based off of principle. That principle is the fact of really, if you can change 3% of a populace, they can influence the rest of the world for, or the rest of their society for a change. So all I need to do is get somewhere between 
really one in 3% of the population to start to believe that something greater is possible inside themselves to start to see a global change in awareness. Think about that. Right now, as you're sitting here, you're listening to a podcast that I am so convinced of what the knowledge is that I have and what I have done in my own life and the connections I have to people that I admittedly would have said before I had no business having connections to, but now I realize they were necessary components to serve the mission of 120 million people. The brilliant people that designed the code test, you know, Harvard graduates inside the psychology field, neuroplasticity specialists out of John Hopkins. These are people that are brilliantly intelligent, that are part of a mission to make a global change, that they see what I'm trying to do and why I'm trying to do it, and I get to play a part in this, and not a part, kind of the part. The part from the fact of growing it, scaling it, optimizing it, creating the deliverability systems. All self-encompassing with the book and the podcast and social media and the TED Talks and TV exposure and everything that's coming. So all this matters because I am hell-bent on making, literally, life's mission to make people feel better. Because I felt like shit for so long. Because there's a damn good chance that right now as you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That you don't believe that you deserve something. Even though you want it. You've talked yourself out of why you should actually have it. That you wake up some mornings, maybe more often than not, and you're questioning why you're even doing all this. What does this trip around the sun even matter? Maybe you're even questioning like why you exist. Like the world could be better off if you weren't in it. These are all things that I used to go through in my brain consistently. And not that I was clinically depressed or that there's anything wrong with clinical depression. I'm not qualified to have those conversations. So I haven't experienced it. What I have experienced is this dark moments in my life and a ton of self-defeating talk and limiting beliefs that slowed the fuck out of my progression. Based off a lot of giving a shit of what other people thought. I fully understand that the 120 million people goal is so lofty that many of you listening have no concept of how I could get there or why I would even want to do it. I love you for it. I truly get it. I had some brilliant people in my office last weekend that spoke about stuff that I couldn't even begin to fathom. And I'm sitting there scratching my head like, man, these people literally think at such a high level, like it, it, it was crazy to me. Like I'm, I'm literally sitting there like, these people are jackasses. But then it dawns on me, they're not. They just have their own passion. They're driving their own bus towards their own destination. No different than I am. Just their def- destination is slightly different than mine is. So in that, in this, this whole explanation of what 120 million people means and why it's important and why it's impactful, I need to ask you, like, where is your limiting beliefs and negative self-talk slowing you down from achieving your ultimate greatness? Where is it that you're not following your soul's purpose or passion? Is it inside your relationship? Are you settling for that partner that doesn't actually fulfill you, hoping that you'll change, hoping that magically someday one thing will just line up and you'll just be happy? Are you settling for mediocrity as it comes to the person you're going to spend more time with than anybody else on the planet? Is that where you're settling? Or maybe it's in your body, right? You're just settling. You're succumbing to the fact that it's okay. Like, I'll just be average. I'll just be mediocre. 
I wish my body was better. I wish my stomach was tighter. I wish I would quit drinking beer and eating fast food, but it's just not for me. I just, I don't have the willpower. Fuck that. Like, that's a choice. Maybe you're settling inside of your career that you don't feel like you deserve to own your own company or be the boss or to run the show because some bullshit story, you don't have enough experience or you don't have the right upbringing. You don't have the right degree. All of it's bullshit. You can have anything you want. But this living life by design methodology and mindset is truly optimized for you. You don't know it yet, but you will by the time you're done with the code test. You'll see the roadmap, my friend, on how to get exactly what you want out of your life. Because it's there. And it all starts with believing that you can actually get it and then coming with a plan to achieve it and then honoring the plan until you actually hit the finish line. What I can guarantee you is when you stop the limiting beliefs and you find your own $120 million, You create your own thing that's so impactful, you're willing to do everything to get it, sacrificing whatever it takes to get there. You'll find out when you do that, you're able to get shit done.